You're listening to the Elevate Your Aid podcast, and this week, I'm fighting against Starbucks withdrawals while trying to build in some healthier new productivity habits for my day. Let's go do this. You're listening to the Elevate Your Aid podcast, where we firmly believe that time management and productivity is just a matter of simple mathematics and prioritization. Productivity guru and self-care ninja Chris McPeak will debunk your biggest time management limiting beliefs. It's time to hear from everyday people like you sharing their tips and strategies for success and learning how to incorporate small changes in your life in order to make the most of every hour in your day. If you're ready to prioritize, synthesize, and realize your daily needs and wants, you're in the right place. Here's your host, educator, podcaster, and wannabe 200 breaststroke national champion, Chris McPeak. Hey, good afternoon, good morning, good evening. I don't know when you're listening to this, but thank you for listening to this. This is Chris McPeak, and you have just downloaded another episode of the Elevate Your 8 podcast. Look at you. Thank you. This week, I'm coming off a pretty amazing weekend. Our pool has been closed for the last two weeks, so I finally got back in the water, and that felt amazing on Saturday. And then my good friend Phoebe and I strutted down to Huntington Beach, where last week's podcast guest, Adam Shibley, also known as the PhD, previously heavy dude, was hosting his first live event, and it was pretty effing amazing. It was great to see, it was great to meet Adam in person, face to face, and he had two of my very favorite people as presenters, keynote speakers at this. So my mentor and podcast heroine and uh, new vegan friend, Allison Melody from the Food Heals podcast, she was there talking about pillars of wellness. Then JJ Flazanes, who is my, um, what do I call JJ? She's like my muse. <laughs> She's my therapist. That's not really my therapist. She was there talking a lot about um, wellness and emotions, in particular, like why we why we eat the way that we eat, stuff like that. So it was a really great event. I had an amazing time, learned a whole lot of stuff, took a shit ton of notes, and then came back and spent the entire day on Sunday cleaning up the, our bedroom. My husband, my sweet, amazing, beautiful, married 20 years, 25 years husband, made me these, um, well, he took these bookshelves kind of an armoire kind of thing. He had two of them. He put them together and built a little vanity in the middle of them. So now before I go to bed at night, I can sit there and I can put on my night cream and and brush my hair. And in the morning before I go to work or, you know, before, well, it doesn't make sense to do this before swimming. But anyway, but on the days I don't swim, I can sit at my little vanity space and I can put my makeup on. I can do my hair and it just makes me feel very girly. And it was a beautiful project. Um, but of course, having that new furniture and that new setup meant I had to empty all my other drawers and put all these things away. So it was a big day of organization and trying to be productive in, in getting the bedroom all situated, etc. So this morning I'm recording and I don't have a guest for you and I thought that I would just reflect on all of the amazing energy and inspiration that I derived from this weekend. And I got to thinking about sort of being out of whack on my morning routine because the pool's been closed. And I started thinking about productivity habits 
Um, what are the habits that we form that either help us stay really productive or that can impede our productivity? And the first thing that comes to mind for me as a bad habit is this awful Starbucks thing that I have been dealing with for, well, since I broke my foot, it's been two years now <laughs> that this is an issue for me. But the beauty of Adam's event is that he encouraged all of us to pick like a nutritional thing like what was one thing we were going to commit to for the next 25 days and while it's not really a nutritional thing it's something that I feel like I had to do um, plus you know Starbucks what I'm getting at Starbucks a caramel frappuccino and an old-fashioned donut that is for shizzle not helping with my nutrition and my wellness so my 28 day thing that I'm committing to is not going to Starbucks. So um, I'm recording this on day one, you'll be listening to it on day three. Yeah, just like pop on my website, chrismcpeak.com and leave me a message and ask me how I'm doing because I'm not exactly sure what that's going to be like right now. I feel kind of funky. Um, but that's okay. It's all going to be fine. So that's something that I'm committing to based on, you know, Adam's tutelage over the weekend. So I came into the office this morning, didn't know what I wanted to talk about. And I started thinking about these habits and being out of morning routine. So I googled uh, productivity habits, and I found a pretty cool article that's on the medium.com in the startup area. And the fellow that wrote this, his name's Jack Heim Heimbinger. The article is called 42 Productivity Habits to 10 Times Your Workflow, and this is a fairly extensive list. I'm not going to read them all to you. I want you to go to the website and check it out, but it occurred to me, and I'm sure he did this on purpose. Um, he just didn't label them, but they're all grouped into sort of different categories according to um, themes and stuff. So what I noticed is there are a couple, it's like five themes. Um, and I'm going to talk about each theme and then kind of drop some tools on you and then you can go on with your day because there's lots to do, right? And we're all busy. Actually, we're not busy. Remember in a previous episode, we decided we weren't going to say busy anymore. So um, I'm going to finish this episode and let you get on with your day because you have new productivity habits that you need to set. All right, here we go. The first group of productivity habits that I see here in Jack's article has to do with finding a system of productivity that works for you. And he lists several things here, a couple of which I was familiar with and have actually tried and a couple I had not thought about before. So the first one is the 80-20 rule, the Pareto principle. And this talks about the fact that 20% of your effort produces 80% of your output. Learning what your 20% is can help you increase your productivity immediately. So there's a link here and I tend to click on this and learn more about this one because it sounds interesting. The Pomodoro technique, this is something I have done before and I've talked about before on the show. So it's just breaking up your workday into these small bite-sized chunks. 20 or 30 minutes of, you know, straight out activity, then taking a five to 10 minute break, doing a couple rounds of those, and then taking a longer break and, and getting back to that. But in line with that is something that he listed here called Ultradian, Ultra, 
ultra DN rhythms. I don't think I'm saying that right at all. And the idea behind this is based on how our bodies have natural cycles of energy that last between 90 to 120 minutes. So if you keep yourself working within these rhythms, you get tired less easily and you get more done. So that's kind of like, I guess, taking Pomodoro and smushing it together into a longer period of time. Elevators, hey, I wanted to let you know that I am moving to a new website. So just go to chrismcpeak.com to get all the skinny on what's going on with the podcast, my books, my mastermind groups, my Facebook group, all the cool things that I am putting out for you to increase your time management, productivity, and career things. That's chrismcpeak.com and the sucker is live now. So go check it out. And then there is a book by someone named David Allen. I've not read this book either, but I need to check it out. Um, and this is a two minute rule. So the idea behind this is if you can do a task in two minutes, then just complete it. Otherwise, you need to schedule, delegate or delete the task. Okay, so that's section theme one, finding a system of productivity that works for you. Then the second one that I can see has to do with taking care of your body and focusing on your wellness. I preach on the sleep thing quite often on this show because eight hours of sleep is one of the tenets of Elevate Your Eight. So there's a couple things here about sleep, getting enough sleep and then having naps. Um, and we've talked about the nap thing here as well. It's a good thing to work into your day if you can make it work. Michael Hyatt, who's written some pretty good productivity books, he suggests a 30 to 60 minute nap where you actually lay down with a pillow, pillow and a blanket and get good sleep. Um, I don't know that I can do that every day, but I've definitely taken power naps over lunchtime and they're awesome. Obviously, exercise should be a no brainer. We all feel better when we incorporate exercise and movement into our day. And then of course, there's drinking plenty of water and eating better, but then breathing, getting in control of our breath, and just closing our eyes and, and feeling that come back to us is really important. And this is something that I really forget about from time to time. Thankfully, my husband reminds me of this from time to time when my anxiety level tends to go up and he'll say, Chris, close your eyes, take a deep breath. And I don't always want to do that. I want to fight that so badly because I want to get my thought out or I want, I desperately want him to hear me for some reason. But um, when I finally give into it and I close my eyes and I take a deep breath, I really do feel better. So that is something, um, that is a habit, productivity habit that I am committing right now that I'm going to set. And I'm going to work on this this week. Okay. The next section of stuff in Jack's article, I think, has to do with routines. So he talks about planning your day the night before, creating a morning routine, which I've definitely talked about on the show. And then here's something on automating as much as possible. Now, there's a free course. Oh, my God. What are these girls' names? Abigail and Emily. And I want to say that they're called The Boss Project. And they have a... A free class that you can take on automation. So I will go find that and put it in the show notes. And then I think I'll probably take it again because I should probably think about automating a little bit more here in my biz. Giving up on the notion of multitasking is on this list too. And, and I know you can't do two things at the same time really without switching back and forth. So when people say that they're a good multitasker, what they really mean is that they're, they think they're efficient in switching back and forth between typing that email and talking on the phone to, you know, 
the financial aid office or whatever. Um, so so give up on that because that's just not not a real thing. Sort of like Big Bird or Mr. Snuffleupagus. Like only Big Bird could see Mr. Snuffleupagus. Yeah, that's a bad example. Okay, let's move on. This next section here is about having tools that you can use. And I love the way that he outlines this in his article. There's six, five things here and they say, it just says use. So here they are. Use your calendar, use your phone, use your email, use your door, and use sticky notes. And I love the whole thing about using your door. Um, that sometimes you need to get really important, difficult work done and you don't need distractions, so you gotta close the door. I almost never do this, but I encourage my staff to do it. And I encourage them to put something up on their door that says, working on a deadline, please go to room 214 if you need assistance. And I really need to embrace that myself. So um, you know what? That's gonna be the second thing out of this podcast uh, lesson that I'm going to commit to myself. So the first one is going to be controlling my breathing and doing more deep breathing. And the second one is going to be using my door. And then the final chunk here, actually, there's two more things. There's the concept of meetings. And he talks about reducing the number of meetings that you attend and doing things like walking meetings and video conferencing. This is a way to make meetings more productive, shorter, um, a better use of your time, etc. There's an organization section here, and he talks about organizing your desk drawers. Oh my God, you know, I do this about once a year, and I always feel so good when I do it. And I remember I find all of my lost chapsticks, and I find that one pink ink pen that I love more than anything that. I get really mad when I can't find it and I think someone took it. And that's not really what happened. It just got stuck in the mess that's my drawers. Um, organizing your desk drawers is a great way to feel a little bit more organized in your space. And, and when you're more organized in your space, you can definitely be more productive. And then the last section here uh, talks about learning and, and taking on development. But his final tip, number 42, is that productivity is a is a path it is not the goal and this one i'm just going to read verbatim this is crucial productivity is helping us down the path to create margin and live life outside our work while we spend most of our time at work huh not if you're following elevate your aid policy and our lives outside of work need to be stress-free and full of the things which bring us the most joy the goal isn't to become more productive to be productive. The goal is to become more productive to live life more fully. Holy crap, is that not Elevate Your Eight or what? Seriously, people, I love that paragraph. I'm going to copy and paste that and put it in the show notes. So anyway, the article is called 42 Productivity Habits to 10 Times Your Workflow. It's by Jack Heimbinger from medium.com. I'm going to stick that in the show notes and a couple other resources as well. And with that, I'm going to let you get on with your day. So this is Chris McPeak. Thank you for downloading this episode of Elevate Your Eight. If you got value out of today's show, I would really love it if A, you would share it with a friend and B, scooch on over there to Apple Podcasts and leave me a rating and review. What I have learned over the past few months is that these really help boost the visibility of the show so that I can reach more people and help more people feel good about their time management and their productivity. So 
that would be rockstar awesome if you would do that for me and elevators i'm out of here <laughs>